Virginia isn't for one type of person. Virginia is for road trippers. Are we there yetters? Mountain hikers and dock sitters because they're not active hikers. People who are kayakers. People who are not kayakers. Campsite campers and horseback riders. Wow, there's a lot to fit in here. Flat water lovers, beach sun tanners, hole in the earth explorers, and Shenandoah valiers. Should I keep going here? Well, you get the idea. Because Virginia is for all sorts of lovers. So come love it for yourself. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the True Crown Never Sleeps Podcast. I am your host, Lightning Weeks. Today we're diving into the Murdoch Family Murder Mystery. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today, pondex.com, and use promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And we'd also like to thank our other sponsor, Audible. Seeing how you're listening to this podcast or watching, you must be a fan of audiobooks. I've been a, been a fan of audiobooks since I was a kid. I recently started listening to Red Sea Spies, which tells the true story of Mossad's fake diving resort. It was actually turned into a Netflix movie, The Red Sea Diving Resort, with uh, Chris Evans starring. And guess what? As listeners of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast, you can sign up today for a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash larry21. And when you sign up, you even get a free audiobook and two Audible originals to keep, even if you don't stick with Audible. So that, again, is audibletrial.com slash larry21 for a free 30-day trial. And now let's get right into the Murdoch Family Murder Mystery. Murder mystery deepens after Alex Murdoch, 53, a prominent lawyer in South Carolina, was allegedly shot in the head just months after the murders of his wife and son. The news of the murders of Paul Murdoch, 22, and his mother Maggie Murdoch, 52, led to national news headlines on June 7, 2021. Along with the headlines of the brutal slayings of a mother and son, two other deaths have also surfaced that were not so well known. The deaths of Mallory Beach on February 24, 2019, and Stephen Smith on July 8, 2015. There are those who believe both deaths are tied to the Murdoch family. On Saturday, September 4, 2021, Alex Murdoch called 911 and claimed he had been shot in the head by someone in a truck that had first passed him, then returned and shot at him while he was changing a tire on his vehicle. Alex was flown to a hospital in Georgia for treatment, and the wound was considered superficial. Then, in a surprise announcement, Alex put out a statement that he was quitting his law firm and entering rehab. Quote, the murders of my wife and son have caused an incredibly difficult time in my life. I have made a lot of decisions I truly regret. I'm resigning from my law firm and entering a rehab that has been exacerbated by these murders. I'm immediately Immensely sorry to everyone I've hurt, including my family, friends, and colleagues. I ask for prayers as I rehabilitate myself and my 
relationships. What Alex did not mention in his statement was that he had been asked to leave the firm. Peters Murdoch, Parker, Elstra, Detrick on Friday, September 3rd, 2021, for misappropriating funds. In a quick fall from grades on September 8th, 2021, the South Carolina State Supreme Court issued an order to suspend Alex's law license until further notice. Then, on September 14th, 2021, Alex Murnaugh told police that he hired a hitman to shoot him on September 4th, 2021. According to authorities, Alex wanted to make the shooting look like a murder so his oldest son, Buster, would receive a $10 million life insurance policy. Curtis Edward Smith, 61, was arrested on charges of assisted suicide, assault and battery of a highly aggravated nature, pointing and presenting a firearm, insurance fraud, and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Authorities with South Carolina State Law Enforcement Division also said that Smith was also arrested on charges of distribution of methamphetamines and possession of marijuana. Revealed in documents released by investigators, Alex allegedly provided Smith a gun and directed Smith to kill him. His attorneys, however, released a statement that Alex's opioid addiction and the influence of others were the main culprits for the shooting, stating that Alex believed ending his life was the only option. Alex has not been arrested in connection with this incident, but his attorneys expect him to face some criminal charges. In an interview with NBC, Harpatouin acknowledged for the first time that Alex had embezzled money from his firm. He wrote checks to drug dealers to support his opioid addiction. He said Alex came clean about the state shooting when they met on Monday at an out-of-state rehab center. He was in a dark, dark place and wanted to help his remaining son Buster with the insurance money, but believed the policy had a suicide clause. It was, quote, an attempt on his part to do something to protect his child. Putulian said. On the night of June 7, 2021, Margaret and her son Paul were shot to death on the grounds of the family's nearly 1,800-acre hunting lodge on Moselle Road in Islington, Collington County. A 911 call was made at 10.07 from the property. During the eight-minute 911 call, Alex was very distraught, telling dispatchers that his wife and son had been shot and were not breathing. He begged dispatchers to hurry. Wellington County Coroner Richard Harvey reported that both victims were shot multiple times in the face and found on the ground in front of the dog kennels on the property. Harvey stated that deaths occurred between 9 and 9.30 p.m. Two members of such a wealthy and prominent family were found murdered with no arrests and no suspects, but the rumors and theories were plentiful drawing the likes of locals and amateur crime sleuths alike. Some believe the Murdoch's are the salt of the earth, while others believe they have used their power and influence against the enemies, according to one local attorney who talked to people. The Murdoch's definitely have some deep ties. The Murdoch family is considered royalty in the South. Over a hundred years ago, residents of South Carolina's rural Low County elected Randolph Murdoch as their first prosecutor, elevating him to the region's most powerful law enforcement officers, thus beginning a dynasty. According to the New York Times, for more than 80 years until 2006, three generations of the Murdoch family prosecuted crime across five counties. 
Alex Murdoch, who's an attorney, is the great-grandson of Randolph Murdoch, who is highly respected in the state of South Carolina, and the longest-serving elected prosecutor. His company became a multi-million dollar practice with firms in three counties. And now let's look at the stranded death of Mallory Beach. Some people believe the Murdoch family tried to use the power and influence in the aftermath of the death of Mallory Beach, only 19 years old. Mallory had gone out with her boyfriend and friends on the evening of February 24th, 2019. One friend was Paul Murdoch. Paul was driving his father's 17-foot boat while drunk and crashed into a bridge. Into a bridge piling that connects the main entrance of the U.S. Marine Base at Paris Island, South Carolina. All occupants of the body or the boat were ejected. Mallory was thrown into the churning water when the boat hit the piling. A week later, her body was found in a marsh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. Hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. And carried by the currents. Buford County Sheriff's Office released over an hour of raw dash cam footage of the fatal boat crash. At the time of Paul Murnau's death, he was facing three felony boating under the influence charges in connection with the death of Mallory. While the criminal death investigation and Mallory's death ended when Paul was murdered, authorities continued to investigate obstruction of justice allegations involving his powerful family members, possibly even Alex. Austin Pritchard, an investigator with the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, is accused of manipulating reports that were initially made by Mallory's boyfriend, Keith Anthony Cook. Apparently, when Pritchard asked Keith who was driving the boat, Keith told Pritchard that Paul was driving when the boat crashed. Pritchard did not enter this into his report, however. Instead, he wrote that Keith, quote, did not know who was driving the boat. In an audio recording, Keith can be heard telling Beaufort County Attorney Steve Domino about the tragic incident. Y'all need to come to Beaufort quick. We hit a bridge in a boat. Keith told his mother, Connor messed, Connor's messed up bad. We can't find Mallory. Morgan's messed up bad. We can't find Mallory, Mom. We can't find Mallory. While Domino was on the phone with Keith's mother, Palmer and I walked by the police car. Get the... Motherfucker right there away from me, Keith yelled and pointed to Paul. That motherfucker needs to rot in prison. Quote, he ain't going to get into no trouble. 
intoxicated and wearing only his boxers, pulled and allegedly smiled at Keith. You fucking smiling like it's funny, Keith screamed at Paul. My fucking girlfriend's gone. And let's dig a little deeper into the connections. Clearly the Murdoch's have fam or friends, excuse me, in high places. Along with some enemies too. It's been discovered that several responding officers had direct ties to the Murdoch family. Staff Sergeant Jason Melfris, who supervised the Buford County Sheriff's response, and Corporal Jack Keener. Melfris was being represented by Alex Murdoch at the time of the accident, and Keener had been previously represented by Murdoch's law firm, winning a $2.5 million settlement. Keener was one of the first responders to the scene. Despite two people identifying Paul as driving the boat, Keener wrote in his report that it was unclear who was driving. In addition, the night of the boat crash, two men arrived at the hospital, telling officers they were attorneys. It was Paul Murdoch's father and grandfather. They stopped all interviews and prevented the officers from conducting sobriety tests. Despite being clearly intoxicated, Paul Murdoch was never given a field sobriety test at the scene. According to other officers at the scene, Paul was never arrested, despite him being grossly intoxicated. Authorities waited several weeks to arrest Paul. Even after his guilty plea, he was not handcuffed or processed through the Buford County Detention Center, which is normal protocol. Based upon information obtained during the double murder of Maggie and Paul, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division reopened their investigation into the death of Stephen Smith that occurred in 2015. Her name had come up over 40 times during the initial investigations, like Mallory's death, Suspicions of incompetence and investigative interference seemed to derail the investigation early on. Stephen was found dead just before 4 a.m. on July 8, 2015, in the middle of Sandy Run Road in Hampton County, South Carolina. His car was found three miles away on Bamberg Highway with the gas cap off. Apparently, he had gone walking to his home after running out of gas on Highway 601. His loosely tied shoes were found on his feet. His head was misshapen and bruised from blunt force trauma, and his shoulder partially dislocated. His clothing had been left at the funeral home before they were examined by investigators, breaking the chain of custody. In addition, investigators argued that the death was caused by a possible hit and run or a gunshot, further delaying the investigation into his murder. An autopsy pathologist, Dr. Aaron Presnell, ruled death by a hit and run. However, the coroner disagreed. The case went cold until 2021 it was finally taken over by SLED. Investigator Todd Proctor interviewed a young man named Jack, who is the only person to be interviewed twice during the investigation. Stephen's mother, Sandy Smith, calls her daughter each night to talk to her while she drives home from college classes. She calls her daughter because she says she can't bear the thought of another one of her children not making it back home to her at night. Stephen was a straight-A student and graduated from Wade Hampton High School. He was pursuing a career in nursing at OC Tech. He had been on his way home from classes that fateful evening. Stephen's autopsy states he died after being hit in the head by a truck side mirror in the hit and run. That's an explanation his mother is not accepting. Quote, just doesn't make sense to me. He was struck in the head by a truck mirror. 
I just can't see that happening. He would have got out of the way. The report states he was walking in the middle of the road and was found 2.7 miles away from his car. The way he was lying in the road with his arm dislocated and bent back behind his body, I just don't think he was struck by a mirror of a vehicle. No broken glass or plastic was ever found near the scene, failing to support the claims of the pathologist that his death was a result of a hit and run. Sandy says rumors have swirled around the town of his brutal death and questions about his sexual preferences. Hearing the rumors has ripped her heart out again and again as she waits for justice. She doesn't believe one person is responsible for her son's death as he was strong and would have fought. She does think it may have been a hate crime due to Stephen being gay. Stephen was buried in his grounds. A new pair had arrived in the mail the day before he was killed. He represented his wish to help others. It's clear that despite this senseless tragedy, the cold-blooded murderer or murders not erase Stephen's peaceful, loving spirit, nor the courageous spirit of his mother who will continue to fight for justice for her son. That is all we have for this episode of Cold Case Friday. Let us know your thoughts on the case we covered today. Do you think the Murdoch's are responsible? And do you think Alice Murdoch murdered his family? Let us know in the comment section below. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up if you like the video. And you can find us on all major podcast platforms including the new Good Pods, available on Apple and Android devices. And as always, if you want to be a part of the show, send us a voicemail at 682-305-0483, and we'll play some of those messages during the episode. And if you wish, you can remain anonymous on the messages. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.